done, start recording, start streaming. All right, we're live. We can start when you're ready. All right, y'all. Welcome back. We could, uh, yesterday we did some topics. Welcome y'all back to the to the. I think you should do the intro, Rob. I'm gonna be honest with you. All right, everybody. Welcome back to our sports talk show. We don't have a name for this yet, so help us figure that out. We'll eventually have one. But today we're gonna cover a couple different topics. We're gonna hit. Ben Simmons, Goran Dragic, MJ, and Luka. And we're going to preview the UFC fight this weekend. Bobby Green versus Islam Makhachev. But let's start with uh, some news from today. Uh, Darren was telling me that uh, Goran Dragic was possibly going to the Nets. And they, he used to have beef with uh, Ben Simmons back in the day. Yeah, I think that's a big deal. First off, uh, Goran Dragic signing with the Nets. I guess uh, he was either going to sign with the Lakers, the Nets, or I believe it was Milwaukee. Um, but that's a big deal for the Nets in general because they needed some scoring on the outside, especially with Ben Simmons being there and not being a shooter from the outside. Um, still getting the playmaking ability, of course. But um, I think that's big for for the Nets in general. But I was going. To, I saw that Ben Simmons isn't happy with the Nets organization, and he wants out still a different scenery. The right words was uh, because Goran Dragic, Goran Dragic is there, and I guess he's just probably not a big fan of New York. I really think uh, he, this is the power play trying to get to LA. That's my opinion. I think that's it. So you're telling me this this nigga Ben Simmons made a whole mm -hmm. fuss to get out of Philadelphia. And so Brooklyn traded James Harden for this nigga, and he don't really want to be there in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what sense, That makes no that's what, sense. That's what it sounds like. He's a diva, man. He's a diva. He's a diva. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I really can't explain it. I can't explain it. I don't even know. This is the exact reason why owners don't like players being empowered overly empowered in their sports because this is a shit or it's like it's cool if you don't like the city and whatever but bro you just tried to get out of one city it's the same thing with james harden if james harden was like i don't want to be in philly no more all of a sudden we would just be like bro what are you talking about you just left houston you you got out of there by being fat you left you left brooklyn by you know, being quiet about it, trying to be quiet about it, but we all knew you wanted to leave. So I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think, um, like I said, I think the Big Simmons sign signing for Brooklyn is a a big deal if he plays for them. My question is, when are we going to see him play for? Him? How much more longer do we got to wait? How does it really flow in? I think he should be a good fit with Brooklyn. But I don't. I'm not absolutely sure. Uh, is there any way that we can look up um, what happened with him and Goran Dragic in 2018? Yeah, definitely. I, I'm not absolutely sure what happened with the two. I just heard. Of I, I forgot. Uh, we you can't see um, the background. So apparent. So this uh, tweet is from uh, 2018. Okay. Um, Goran Dragic apparently it's at. Uh, ben Simmons, it says, what What are you talking about? What rookie? Referring to uh, Ben Simmons. 
Uh, when he run rookie of the year. Mm, I'm guessing that. That sounds about the right timeline. That is wild. That's wild. Let's, yeah, I, let's see this. I'm ready to see this. Richardson, their best defender at three fouls, has a turnover. That turnover belongs to Simmons on the deflection. And Simmons gets it right back. Another steal, and Zappert with a foul. And a swipe to the head on the way by. Sharich and Embiid coming right for Dragic. Officials jumping in there quickly. The replay here for the fans to see this one. So watch at the end of his play, a great hand by Ben Simmons to start this. The foul is there, and then he slapped him on the back of the head. Yeah, Doran gives him a pop on the back of the head, and none of the six. Is that where this all started from? Uh, this is like a playoff Personal game. What year is this? 2018, Delta. 2018 or 2016. Foul on Dragic and a technical foul. On that is wow. That's what his beef is with. Maybe maybe that's not his specific beef. Maybe it is the Twitter things. I did see the Twitter. But I just don't get it. I don't I don't understand it. I I don't get it. Yeah, I, that doesn't make any sense. I I just question Ben Simmons want to win. That's why I question more than anything. I think he likes being a basketball player. I think he likes making the money. I question his want to win. I don't question that with Devin Booker. I don't question that with Donovan Mitchell. I don't question that with John Morant. I don't question that with uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Green. Um, so let me ask but, you about this. Is is that is that because of this situation, this this Philly situation this past season, or is that like a, a summary of how you feel about him as as his career? First it's a career thing at this point. I don't know how it can't be a career thing. You could you could point to this whole, the whole Philly thing this whole past year, or you can point to this specific thing if he doesn't play for Brooklyn, if he says he doesn't want to play for Brooklyn or whatever, he tries to continue to sit out. Let's just say if that happens, or let's say he does play, but he still pouts and wants to be out. The biggest telltale sign is that he, he's been in the league for so long and he hasn't developed a jump shot when the whole league develop into the three-point and i've been the biggest proponent of dog you don't need to shoot the three it'd be great if you could shoot the three but all you need to do is get the mid-range you get the mid-range you become one of the most unstoppable players in the league that's all i've been saying this whole time so the fact that he hasn't been working on it or we haven't seen him put it in the game scenario that's my biggest problem with it let's say you've been working on it we haven't seen it. You don't shoot. That's my biggest problem still. And that is the indicative to me. That's all my evidence of saying he doesn't want to win a championship. He's not. It's, he likes being a basketball player and the popularity that he has with it. But I don't think he wants to win a championship. Now, I could be wrong with that. I could be wrong. But it just doesn't seem like it. And does that sound like a bad, a bad way of looking at it? No, it doesn't like sound this. like a bad way of looking at it, in my opinion. Let me, before you even Cameron Payne, Cameron Payne, I was the first. I when he got drafted, I was like, I first off, basketball talent is hard to 
to tell. I don't know. I don't know how people can GM or what. Yeah, scout, scout basketball players. There's certain people that you just know got it, Lamelo's and certain people like that. But then there's other people that you know they're decent, but you know they got to work on certain things. Cameron Payne was that to me. I was like, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. I don't see it at all. When he first got drafted, I was like, I don't see this. I don't see it. When he was in the league with OKC, I didn't see it. I just could not like see it. But he worked his ass off, and he was the hell of a backup point guard at times, a starting guard for uh, Phoenix to make the run. I just don't. I don't know. I just put the work in, become great. Kawhi. Kawhi was a great defender coming into the league, probably. But he worked on his offensive game, and he's Kawhi Leonard now. I don't know. I, I agree with you. At this point, at this point in the game, J- Darren, he might, if he does this to Kevin Durant, he might not get a job again. Oh. He, he might not get a job again. Because um, this is getting to... Antonio Brown levels of divaness, but Antonio is still like a great receiver. No matter how much bullshit he put through those teams, he's still a great receiver. Ben is a great look. No, nah, Ben Simmons is a great foot basketball player. He's a great basketball player. He just doesn't shoot. The things that he do is still stuff that most of the league can't do. They don't know. Most of the league don't defend like him. But we haven't seen that in a while. We all know what Trey Young did to him, and you don't shoot. And we take they take the ball out your hands in certain situations, so you're not asked to do a lot on the offensive side in general. Just for old time's sake, while we end up, if we can, because I know we're about to end out on this in this topic, mm-hmm. can we just show Ben Simmons passing up that dunk one last time? Just passing up the dunk, just for the audience. Like I said, Ben Simmons is great. He can do a lot of things that a lot of the league can't do. But what's the what's the before you play this? What's the old saying? Um, talent, hard work beats talent when talent refuses to work hard. Yep, I think that's just all that up it, in uh, at our high school. That's just one of the truest things, bro. Just you're talented. You're extremely talented. But there are going to be a lot of people under that aren't as good as you that are going to go further than you because of how much they put in the work. And you can go ahead and play this. And the foul, Stiebel goes to the basket. Boy, Simmons, uncontested, had a layup, but he leaves it for Thibel. Who makes something out of it and is headed to the line. Well, but that's when you know that the game is in your head. That's a dunk for Ben Simmons right there. You got to, and I know you got to disciple, you got the free throws, but Ben Simmons, you got to shoot that shot, be confident. I hope we are wrong. I hope he comes back this year and does his thing and proves us that he can shoot. But the fact, none of that, I don't care how good he is, it's not going to matter of how badly he wants to be out of the situation instead of just winning in where you're at, trying to win where you're at. But I just don't think that's fair to his teammates. But we can uh, move on. I'm sorry. 
right. If you got something else you want to say about Ben Simmons, because I know you passionate shit. Um, bro, I think we said everything that we could say about Ben Simmons. I, I, I just, I just think when you told me that shit about Brooklyn, uh, I, he's probably, he's probably not gonna have a job again. He's done. Uh, because uh, why would you want to spend superstar caliber money or superstar or trade superstar uh, equivalent talent to get a dude who doesn't give a shit? Apparently. I don't know. Yeah. And he's saying he, it's he has mental health issues, and he's just trying to like get himself back together. Like, bro, what are you talking about, bro? California I just don't like the idea that he's using Southern mental health. Southern California makes can fix. That's I think that's what he's thinking, and and most of us are thinking at this point. You might have mental. What's the word? I'm sorry. What's what's what did you use? Mental health issues, right now, but. It can't just automatically disappear when you go to Southern California all of a sudden. If you get to the L.A. Clippers, Lakers, whatever. I just don't want him to be like, oh, the game is still going to be in his head. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel I like thinking maybe that's not as tough as a market as a Philly or New York. But then I was like, nah, that's a, it's the Lakers. If he's trying to get the, to uh, the Lakers. That They're is very champ. passionate about basketball. He's extremely passionate. Extremely passionate. Those, those Lakers fans are extremely passionate. LA in general, you don't even got to be a Lakers fan. I don't know how you can live out there and not be a Lakers fan. But you're just a that Something has to keep your interest out there because there's so much going on all the time. The Lakers is a steady champ. They got a documentary coming out right now or a docuseries with them coming out. With Magic Johnson and Dr. Buss and them. Yeah, they love them. They, yeah, most definitely. They're not. Nah, crazy fan base out there. They, they, are, they love their, they love their basketball. Love their basketball. All right, let's move on. Um, give me one second. I need to change the background. All right, where are you when you are? Ready. All right. Um, so you just want to start off with the video? Yeah, for sure. I don't know how to start to switch over. Um, let's do. Now, I didn't see this happen to any other player that's actively playing besides if you are already in the 75. I know you went up to LeBron. Everybody knows about the hug with LeBron and such. But um, I think this is a big deal. I think this is one of those he really respects Luka's game, really respects Luka's game. And and I think that's big coming from Michael Jordan. He didn't go up to anybody, anybody else that I know of. Now maybe they did, and we just didn't see it. But I think I think this is a big respect moment, and I think uh, my biggest question, I guess, to Rob, even that I had before this, was how many 
what accolades does does Luca have to have at the end of his career to live up to the hype that he has around his name? I think that's a, it's the time to start asking that question because the first year we was got like we was amazed by him. I would say the second year we were still amazed, but we knew he needed help and he was still doing amazing stuff. He's still doing amazing stuff now. It's obvious, I don't know what year they're in now, third, fourth year. They're still doing amazing stuff, but now we're getting to the point where this next class of greats are really about to make that step up, right? Mm-hmm. You got the Devin Bookers, the Donovan Mitchells, everybody I previously named, Luca, all these next greats, John Morant, all these next ones are coming up. So my question is, what are the accolades that Luca has to have by the end of his career to make him live up to the hype? So let me start by saying, I'm one of the biggest hype train Luca fans since the day I first saw his scouting report. So to say that, to answer your question, he at least has to get two championships in uh in Dallas. I think that's the minimum. It, one championship would, would be nice, and it's going to be hard because he's also still in the West. But I think he can't, too, because I think he's that great. Minimum. Uh, He needs to win at least one MVP, uh, be a consistent all-star, which he should be, and uh, just keep making first teams and stuff like that. But if he can get two championships, I think he lives up to the hype. I kind of agree. I think he'll be a legend no matter what, when it's all said and done, even if he just gets one. Uh, The only reason why I ask this question is because I was thinking about all these other players. I don't think Luca has the Luca has the hype more than most other players. The only other player I could think of with more hype than Luca is maybe Lamelo, maybe Zion. Yeah. But, but. It's a little different because they had it, hype before they even stepped in the league. Luca exactly didn't hype to like for a lot of people until like that first rookie season. We knew about him, but we it was one of those things you still need to see it, like because I don't. I don't care how you heard it. You heard it as, oh, there's this big, there's a 6'8", six, 6'6", six, six guard, something like that. And he plays point guard, and he's a European, and he actually gets to the hole. And then you're like, okay, I, we have to see it. We just have to see it before we can just say, oh, that's amazing. And then you see it, and you're like, oh, this guy really is actually amazing. But the Lamellos and Zions, you saw the whole time. And even a part of it, like with Zion, is just focuses so much on his athletic ability. Luke is not that. It's much more of a just pure skill. But my my thing is Zion, well not Zion, the Donovan Mitchells, the Devin Bookers, they all go underneath the radar, but they like I said, they progress. Like going back to the last topic, they continue to progress. Mm-hmm. Right. Lucas Lucas playing his game, he's doing his thing, he's progressing, but he he always had that. He developed the same hype as the the Zions and the Lamellos. I would say he has that much hype. Not that because in the first league with Devin, the first year with Devin Booker, we didn't expect too much from him. But then he drops that seventy point game. I believe it was seventy. Yep. Yeah. He does that, and then he makes you start being like, okay, we, this this kid needs a team around him, and then we'll see what what he's going to do. John Morant, even I think he's what in his third year now. Sounds about right. Yeah. We he's a second round pick or a second overall pick, but we all, for the most part, people thought Zion was going to be doing it more. 
But now we're starting to see that work starting to kick in. So the only reason why I asked about Lucas because we see the work being put in. We see that he has a team around him a little bit more. But he has the hype of the Zions and the Lamellos. So that was my my question was that like what where do we what does he have to do to live up to it? And I, I respect that answer. I think even one championship with Dallas is good. I kind of uh, I kind of see Luca and Donovan Mitchell in kind of the same situation, same position. Uh, both like uh, superstar players. On I don't want to say uh, they're not on definitely they're on bad teams, but they're on underachieving teams. Especially with uh, the the Mavs getting put up by the Clippers two years in a row. Um, I don't know when the last time Utah got out the first round. I think I don't remember if they got out last year. But I feel like they both are on, on very underachieving teams. I think both their teams are extremely talented in their own ways, but I kind of agree with you. I, I, I would debate that neither one of them really have that number two uh, option. I know Porzingis was supposed to be that, but he didn't really play like that. Um, and then Rudy Gobert is a great defender, but he's not an offensive weapon. for. He's not extremely great on offense. He's not great. So I can I can see what you're saying, but they're both really just Devin Booker got DeAndre Eight now and Chris Paul. Um I'm trying to think of somebody else. John Morant. Uh he has um Dylan Brooks, even though he's not playing right now. He has um Jaron Jackson Jr. Um so there's pieces around I guess it's just not hard. It's it's hard to build a, a NBA team. I would definitely say that it's hard to build an NBA team because you really the, well. Yeah, because you got to beat everybody in the West, and with Splash Brothers back, with Phoenix never not going nowhere because they're officially they're just they solidified that last year was not a fluke. They're here for real. You can't. Uh, I was gonna say you can't sleep on Lakers, but this isn't the best year to say that. But I'm I'm gonna leave that alone. But mm. all right. You have anything else more on that? Not really, but I think uh, I think this picture right here, this video, is one of those that's going to live because we don't see this. You don't see this with Michael Jordan. You don't get to see it. So when you like, that's one of the things that I was happy to see. You don't get to see these moments because he owns the team. So you don't really get to see him go up to all these players and shake their hands and show their his appreciation. So I think it was great to see in general. Also, him saying that he could beat uh, MJ in a one on one right now. I think that or Magic Johnson. My fault. That 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 actually was pretty funny. He called out Magic to play one one. That was pretty funny. He said, "Go ahead, put him on right now. I'll be I'll bust your ass right now one one." <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's move on to this last topic. All right. Apparently, it didn't save. What weight class is this? Why are you getting that all together? I'm gonna ask. Lightweight. I'm gonna ask the basic questions. You said what now? One fifty five lightweight. One fifty five lightweight. 
Uh, who's the favorite? Uh, Islam's definitely the favorite. He's, definitely the uh, favorite. He's a uh, he's Dagestani. He's part of that. Uh, he needs part with the that Khabib camp. Mm. Uh, fighting bears. Honestly, might be the best lightweight in the world right now. He just has to beat the dudes in front of him to get to the title. So does he? I'm I'm a little bit. I don't I don't really know too much about him. So I'm gonna ask a little some questions. So does he fight like Khabib? Is he like a mauler, like all the way, like just on people? Like, yes, he's the same high level skill uh, wrestler as Khabib. But what makes him different from Khabib? He's a way better striker than Khabib. His striking is way more clean, more technical than Khabib's ever was. Are you talking? Are you talking about in the stand up game? Or are you talking about in general? Stand up, specifically stand up. He's okay. Way better at striking than Khabib is, significantly. Do you, do, you, do you think that has something to do with the weight class? No, they're in the same weight class. Him and Khabib? Mm-hmm. That's vicious. Weight. That's just vicious. That's just vicious. He's lucky oh. Khabib's a prodigy, to say the least. So you got him winning? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the this is my, one, though. But this is I my, have I'm about to, say. to say about Bobby Green. Go ahead. Uh, hold on. Let me... Let me uh, I got a lawyer box, so you're not like covering this nigga's face. All right, let's just get into give, it. Give us Bobby Green's uh, background too, because I, we got uh, my man. I hope I'm saying this right. His name right? Islam? Is it just Islam? It's Islam. 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 Okay. Uh yeah, give us uh Bobby's uh background real quick. Uh give me two more seconds. So a little bit about Bobby Green. Uh Bobby Green has actually been in the UFC for a decent amount of time. Um this says he dates back to twenty thirteen. So he's been in the UFC a decent amount of time. Uh he actually fought Dustin Poirier a while back. It was a really good fight, actually. But Bobby Green is a is a high level striker who bases his game on making people miss. Uh, you could argue he he takes, uh, he's uh, for the Floyd Mayweather of the UFC. Person. He's a counter. He's a counter puncher. No. Counter. Well, yes. Yes and no. What? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yes and no. He's a counter puncher, but he's a counter puncher in a different, in, in a different sense. Uh, because the way I, the reason I say that is, he relu- he uses a lot of head movement to m- miss punches instead of uh blocking them or trying to slip and counter. For example, if you watch him fight, he keeps his hands very low. You're not supposed to do that when you're in a fight. But because he keeps his hands so low, it gives his head and his upper body better head movement. So he's he moves around really well. Also, which why it pertains to this fight, him keeping his hands low is going to help him because his hands are already going to be there to stuff takedowns. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. So he's stopping it. He's stopping so the instead takedown. of your hands okay, being yeah. high, the block punches, if they yes. shoot for the takedown, you got to shoot your hands down real quick, then get your butt out to sprawl. Yeah. His hands are already there. Also, since he's uh, since his hands are so low, and he, he's basically punching from his uh punching from his waist 
So it's really hard to see the punches normally than when your hands are higher. So it's kind of like lightning fast, blinding punches. Then he's kind of out the pocket and resetting. So his goal is hit you once, whiff, whiff, reset. Hit you, boom, boom, reset. I can show you some highlights of him. That, that okay, that I understand what you're saying, but a lot of head movement. Does that does that work? So, there, does that work? Yes and no, because versus I'm a nah, believer in you got to keep your hands up at all times. You I, you shouldn't have your hands down. People get knocked out for not having their hands up. Let me rephrase my question real quick. Does that work versus Khabib style? I've never seen Islam fight. Asking if he if he does fight like Khabib, does that work versus Khabib style of fighting? Because I don't think that does. Well, we it either it either it. It's either going to be extremely effective or it's not going to be effective at all. Like, it's no in between. Because I've seen Khabib fight and there, there's not a striker that could really keep him from the rest, keep him from the wrestling game if he wants to go there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. I, I understand everything you described with the hands being low and it makes sense. But it's, if he wanted to wrestle you, and I'm just basing it, if, if he does wrestle or fight like Khabib, that there's no stopping him on the ground. So will Bobby be able to survive on the ground with Islam? No. If Islam goes on the ground, the fight's over. Then, yeah. I I don't know, man. I I don't know if I'm going to get too excited about that. I understand it, but the second the fight goes to the the ground, I don't know if I'm going to be still in the same excitement. You know what I mean? I feel what you're saying, but this fight... uh was a short notice fight. He like literally mm-hmm. took this fight like last week, like a couple days ago, Wednesday last week, something like that. So Wait, who he's did? only getting like two weeks to prepare for this fight. Who did? Bobby Green. Oh. So this is a this is easily the biggest fight of his career. Um, if he can knock out or win this fight against Enzo Makachev, uh, he's I'm he should get a title shot. He should jump a lot of people to get a title shot. Because that, that's really yeah. impressive. Short notice, and you beat one of the top prospects in the division, you should get a title shot. This is the main event? Uh, yes, it's a fight night. It's not a pay-per-view. Oh, sure. Um, for sure. For sure. Um, so that's Bobby Green. To talk about a little bit about Islam, yes, he's very like Khabib. He's from that Dagestani background. So he has amazing wrestling. But like I was saying um, before, his striking is way more technical and way more cleaner than Khabib's is. Khabib uh, was striking, used his striking as just part of his wrestling, just to set you up to, so you can for his wrestling. Islam, if he wanted to, he could probably stand in there with most lightweight strikers and just go three rounds, five rounds with these guys if he wanted to. But it just happens to be that his wrestling's so damn good, he doesn't need to do that. So he really doesn't get to show off his uh, striking as much. Um, Islam is the, definitely the heavy favorite in this fight, and I definitely have Islam winning this fight uh, relatively easily within the first two rounds. First two rounds? Yes. Five-round fight? Yes, because it's the main event, yes. Okay. okay. Uh, if y'all watching, y'all UFC fans, let us know in the comments uh, what y'all got going on with this fight. Uh, maybe y'all just think the favorite wins. 
or maybe a short notice. Hey, I, I, we're all good for upside. I can tell you one thing. If this happens, this happens on Saturday, right? Yes. If this happens and then Monday we come back around, we'll definitely be talking about Bobby Green winning. If he if he does win. If he does win. Because that's it's an upset. It's just being upset. We're we're the, the underdog always gotta be talked about, right? Definitely. But he, uh, I will say this about Bobby Green before we get off the, before we leave. Um, Mm -hmm. Because Islam is so hyped and he's with Khabib and everybody knows how good he is. And he's, he's probably going to fight for a title at some point. A lot of lightweights uh, didn't take the fight on short notice because he's too scared of an opponent. You, you go in there with them, you get dominated. And then your career as a a UFC fighter is probably kind of down the drain because you look bad now. And it's kind of it'd be kind of hard to get fights again, so you don't want to kind of ruin your your top five status, your top ten status by fighting this dude you know probably is better than you. So Bobby Green called everybody, all the lightweights that denied the fight, pussy, because they went to they went to everybody, Darren. I understand that. I understand that because well, I understand not taking a fight short notice for certain fighters because UFC boxing is one thing. But UFC, that y'all can, there's people who are just wrestlers. People who do, do just jiu-jitsu. There's people who are good with a mix of two. This person who's just good with striking, any mix. So I understand not taking it short notice, or preparing for somebody else, and then you find out you got fighter wrestler. You're probably not going to be the happiest person. But I do also think because the biggest thing that the UFC people who watch the UFC sold me on that boxing doesn't do is that you get the fight that you want you get the fight that you want you get the fight that you're supposed to see and if that's the case this is my first time hearing about it then that is hopefully not a problem going forward that won't be because the want to see the best fight the best right styles make fights but you want to see the best fight the best and look he might be right they might i'm not trying to call him pussy but if you're not your your career can't be super long in in fighting Right, it just can't be super long. So you're going to have to fight the best sooner or later. Get your money now and try to do it. So that's my opinion. Unless you just I gotta say this before we go because there's a uh, there's a great saying Sonny used to say. He said, "You want to fight the worst uh, the worst opponent in the biggest arena for the most amount of money." Yeah, sounds all right. That he used to say that all the time. It just makes sense. You want to fight the worst opponent in the biggest arena for the most amount of money. And he said that's how. uh, Not saying all Floyd's opponents were bad, but he he definitely outclassed was way better boxer than a lot of his opponents. That's what he was kind of referring to. But for Islam, that's what this is kind of short notice fight against a striker who's really good. Don't get me wrong, but he should dominate and win this fight. We'll be watching for sure. All right. All right. Uh, you want to go ahead and wrap this up? Yeah. So thank you guys for uh, watching our show. Uh, please make sure you check us out. Uh, we're we're going to try to be upload these as much as we can. So we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. I'll stay up.